Hello and welcome to the Engagement Coach Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Engagement Coach Podcast with your host Amrit Sander. Today I want to talk to you about engineered attrition. Now we all know what attrition is, you know, when, when people leave an organisation. The level of, uh, the rate at which people leave, we measure as attrition. We haven't heard of engineered attrition. Now this, uh, I just want to share this with you because I, I believe there is some of this going on. Now, uh, this is off the back of um, the infamous Elon Musk uh, tweet demanding that everybody gets back into the office, working full-time from offices. Now, the tech sector is probably the the easiest one to identify as having embraced hybrid or remote working because everything can be done remotely. There seems to be little need for people to be on-site, or certainly the majority of people. So when organisations go about demanding these sort of uh, conditions that people have to come and work on site, irrespective of their role, you could then start to question, what's their motive? Are they knowledgeable that people won't want to do that, especially in a sector where that isn't the norm? In which case they can leave and then go somewhere else. Um, So engineered attrition, and some organisations might be doing it consciously who have this intent to say, actually, rather than paying redundancies, let's just create an environment where people leave. Um, I mean, and the tech sector I've already identified. In the tech sector, did you know that over the last few months, globally, 150,000 people have been laid off in the tech sector. And the median tenure for those people working across these organizations was 11.5 years. So these weren't junior people. These were very experienced. Very experienced who were probably on better salaries. So one could argue that actually the industry, the tech sector, certainly the environment it's in right now is looking to reduce overheads. They were going through a bumper year, recruited lots of people, and now are trying to shed um, some of the talented people. But, and that might be obvious for some places, but I do think there's some other engineered attrition going on that we may not be aware of. Think about the local level. And I got talking to somebody about this. Somebody who was having a particularly rough time in their organization that they were in. They were fairly new there. But with their manager, they were getting no one-to-ones. They were getting no support. Every time they asked for questions, asked questions or, or asked for requested any information or any additional support, they were made to feel like a nuisance. That they were inadequate in some way. Why can't they just get on with it? So in amongst all of this, um, feeling inadequate, feeling like they were getting in the way, being too demanding, with the manager providing no support, no one-to-ones, nothing. And if this person hadn't have gone out of their way to make contact with the manager, they wouldn't have had any contact with the manager. The manager was then making demands that everybody gets together in the office more frequently. Now, could managers like that be creating an environment where rather than having to face into uncomfortable conversations where if they aren't happy with the performance of someone could they be creating an environment that just if i keep making this uncomfortable enough they'll leave could that be happening and if it is how aware are organizations that this is going on now we know lots of organizations or certainly a lot of organizations were doing exit interviews i know there's a whole uh, movement now towards stay interviews understanding how people are feeling right now before they think of leaving, because once someone's left, it's too late. But even with the the modest exit interview, 
how well are these being done with the view of understanding are we are some managers out there engineering attrition rather than stepping up and being managers and being effective in their role and doing what's expected of them because until we get that feedback we'll never know this particular person i was talking to hr hasn't made any contact whatsoever it's just been an administrative exercise of um here's what's going on in fact this person's resigned this person's resigned and they're looking to leave now and hr's had no contact whatsoever and this manager has managed to remove somebody who they thought was an obstacle who they provided no support to i mean if that's not engineered attrition what is when managers are behaving in a way that leaves somebody no choice but to leave but from a technicality you know there's no comeback here but from an environment, from an employee wanting to do their best at work, I'm not getting any support. So have you ever experienced engineered attrition? Have you experienced managers who've made the situation so uncomfortable that from a legal perspective, technically, they've done nothing wrong? But from a moral, ethical, from a cultural perspective, they created an environment that just made it untenable for you to stay. They engineered you to leave. And, you know, that the power was with them. Did anybody from HR contact you? Did anybody from anywhere in across the organization understand how was the experience for you? What didn't go the way it was meant to go? What didn't happen? How was the experience? What should have happened? And what are the repercussions? You know, there's no point in organizations spending all this money on employee engagement surveys when we're allowing experiences to happen out there that allow people to leave, talented people to leave. And what happens in, in, a, in an environment like that, you know, even if an organization isn't aware, if this is going on, what will happen is your best people leave first. It won't be the people who are new in and aren't bothered. It'll be the best people who leave first. Once they've left, then you're going to have a problem recruiting other people. Because, you know, I remember from my time in pharmacy, we had organizations had reputations. In every new sector, you know, it was like, oh, don't go to that organization. And there was this view that that organization is a certain way or this organization is a certain way. People talk. This will have a knock-on effect. And it will have a knock-on effect on the culture and the morale across the organization. So could, could some managers be engineering attrition? Is there a practice across the whole organization where they're engineering attrition? And if they are, culturally, there's a one-way path to oblivion. There is no way people are going to want to work in that place ever again. And the impact could be far-reaching. The uh, cultural impact will be one that organizations will, be, will struggle to attract talented people to them again. So this is all in the context of the tech sector. We've seen hundreds of thousands of layoffs, 150,000, uh, around 150,000, with the big four accounting for about, uh, big four being Meta, Alphabet, Amazon, and Microsoft cutting about 50,000 jobs. We've seen the finance sector, 46% increase in redundancies over the last quarter of 2022. So we're in for a bumpy ride. And rather than stepping up, how we treat people matters. Now, firstly, there's a it could be a failure of leadership. If we're taking on people and we weren't aware or we didn't keep an eye on the environment ahead of us, that's strategic clarity. What were we doing? And then secondly, how we treat people really matters. This isn't just people who are numbers 
people, these are people's mortgages, people's lives. How we treat them matters. I was reading somewhere that um, Amazon, um, you know, you, when if you join Amazon, you have to sign up to a biometric consent form where they can monitor you wherever you are. Well, you know, whatever happened to the uh, results-only work environment, as long as people are getting done what they need to get done. But if I'm going to monitor you, could that be a form of engineered attrition? Eventually people are going to leave. Well, that's okay. We'll carry on. So, look, I just wanted to spark debate here. Um, I do believe there are some practices, some poor managers, poor and ineffective managers who are creating horrible, toxic cultures. But why are organizations tolerating it? Why are they letting this happen? Is it because they're not getting visibility from feedback interviews, exit interviews, stay interviews, and they're not truly listening to what employees are telling them? Or is it they're turning a blind eye and it's just the way it is? And we'll carry on as we are. What's your experience? It'd be good to know. Um, what's your uh, best experiences? What are the worst experiences? Have you come across managers who are just creating an environment that are leaving you no option but to leave? But legally, technically, they could you could do nothing back. You know, you could get no repercussions because they had done nothing wrong. But morally, ethically, they know what they did. So um, that's all from me today. I just wanted to talk about engineered attrition, unconscious, conscious. But I think this is happening, and we're in for a bumpy ride, twenty twenty three. We might see more of this. Um, let me know your thoughts. And that's all for me today. Amrit Sander from The Engagement Coach. Uh, join me again next week for more thoughts on leadership development, culture development, employee engagement, employee experiences, and everything else in between. Amrit Sander from The Engagement Coach. I shall see you soon. Take care. The Engagement Coach Podcast.